Hello and welcome to the Honey Kids Asia podcast, formerly known as Growing Pains. We're very excited to bring you all the cool happenings for families in Singapore. My name is Ange and I'm delighted to be joined by our Honey Kids Asia editor, Shaz. Hi, Shaz. Hi, Ange. Thanks for having me. We're so happy to have you here as our resident expert of all things families. So today we're going to talk about things to do with kids during the school holidays. Yeah, we know how challenging it can be to keep the kids busy. So we've got a lot of tried and true favourites to share. So first up, I'd love to talk about holiday camps. Both of my boys have loved these over the years and they're actually quite a lifesaver for those of us that are working parents and need something to keep them occupied while we're trying to also be employed. So what are some camps that you would recommend? Yeah, so holiday camps in Singapore are huge. As you know, you know, you've booked them in before and there are so many options in Singapore. We've got an updated guide on Honey Kids Asia with all the best camps and activities that you can sign your kids up for. And some of our favourites include Now Space Robotics for coding and of course robotics. Oh, yes. Uh, Camp Asia who really cater to every age group and interest. There's also Centre Stage for all the budding artists and performers who want to have a taste of their theatre life. Uh, we've got Sports Camp Singapore as well, which offers a lot of multi-sport camps with activities like tennis, soccer, golf, cricket, t-ball, basketball. Basically, any sport under the sun, they could probably you know provide it for the kids. Yeah, yeah, they're great, particularly for those active toddlers and young girls and boys that just need to run, run, run yeah. all day. Marcel actually also did a forest adventure club camp and that was where they literally made bows and arrows. They toasted marshmallows over a campfire and it was really different to the more structured camps in terms of it was really led by the kids. Love that one. Those sound really fun. Yeah, yeah. They're so fun. But I also know that you love museums, Shaz, with your two. Yeah, yeah. We've got a few favourites. Lee Kong Chian Natural History Museum, which yes. is around the National University Singapore area, is a firm favourite of our families. It's really affordable entry. And you've got like so many amazing taxidermy and like natural specimens in there. So at the entrance itself is the best part where you've got like these massive dinosaur skeletons, huge life-sized ones. So they're really towering over you and it's just an amazing sight to go to like, you know, see it right when you walk in. And then as you walk through, you're going to see all these really cool animals and all that. And at first when I walked in, I didn't know that they were all real taxidermy pieces. I thought they were models. But turns out, yeah, they're actually like stuff animals. <laughs> you can see all the, you know, the years that they've actually been preserved. And then you've got the history of all the animals. And then a lot of them were actually sourced locally. So you've got some marine life that were found on Singapore's beaches. And then, you know, a lot of specimens of like nature as well. There's a big Raffleshire model, you know, the big stinky flower that you can oh, find in yes, the forest. Yes, yes, that yes, one. Yeah. So it's really cool. So that's one. And also, you know, Art Science Museum with the interactive Future World exhibit is really great for oh, kids. Oh, I love Future World. Yeah, it's not just an exhibit. It's like an indoor playground. Yes. You know, they've got that interactive slide and then they've got really cool stuff on the walls. Another one would be National Gallery, which always hosts the Children's Biennale. So lots of stuff to do in town. Yeah, for sure. Now, talking a little about more cost-effective things that we can do, but look, 
boarding a flight and going on holiday is something we all love doing, but the flights are really expensive. So what about staycays in Singapore? I know that they can be a fun way, particularly if we've run out of annual leave, to take the kids away just for a couple of nights for the weekend. What are some recommended staycays? Okay, so the Shangri-La hotels are definitely, I think, top tier. You know, you've got Shangri-La with the Buds indoor playground and then they also have a really cool water play. So it's really one spot where you can just go in, let the kids run wild and the parents can just chill out with a drink at the side. So Sign me up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so you've got the one in Orchard and then the one in Sentosa as well. So either one would be probably fabulous for the whole family. Other staycations include, you know, all the ones in town like the Fullerton, the uh, Marina Bay. And then you also have all the little boutique hotels as well, if you can find really good deals on those. And a really affordable option as well are chalets. Yes. Yeah, chalets are really good for big families because you can book out like an entire chalet that's like multi-level and then you've got bedrooms in each level. So great for multi-generational families if you want to have a big party, invite all your friends together with family and all that. And we've got a great guide on both staycations and chalets. So it depends on what you're feeling for the little break over the weekend and it's all available on the Honey Kids Asia website. Yeah, perfect. Thanks, Shaz. Now, moving along for our animal-loving children, both of my children are obsessed with animals in any form. Where can we take them? What can we do? Oh my goodness. There are actually a lot of animal encounters you can have in Singapore. This, like Besides the, you know, the main attractions, there are a lot of places that you can do wildlife sightings. Have, if you've ever been to like Sungai Bulo Wetland Reserve, they've got like crocodiles there and then really cool, you know, birds and herons and all those. And then the monitor lizards, of course, and the monkeys, <laughs> which you have to be careful of. But, you know, really good fun to bring the kids to spot some wildlife. And besides the parks, you've got the whole Mandai Wildlife Reserve area with yes. all the parks in one place. You know, Bird Paradise is the most recent one. And then Singapore Zoo, which actually just revamped their entire Kids World area, which is dedicated to children. So they've got like double treehouse playgrounds. And then there's also a water play area, which kids can just run wild in. They have two petting zoo areas, one which is an outdoor one, which is really cool, like farm-ish kind of vibe. You can feed falabellas, which are these really cute little ponies. Oh, and yes, they're, I yeah, love they're those. so cute. So they're actually <laughs> called falabellas. I thought that was the name of one of the ponies, but that's the species of ponies. Oh, really? Yeah, they're all oh, wow. called falabellas, these like really cute little ponies. And then in the same area, there are goat feeding sessions. You can spot chickens, there are ducks there as well. And then there's an indoor area that's air-conditioned if you want to get a little bit of respite from the heat. And that one has bunnies, little mice that you can't pet but you can see through the enclosure. Other petting areas are like they have one for cats they have one for canines as well. So, you know, if you don't have pets at home but you kind of want to get it all out of their system, you can bring the kids there and have a feel, yeah, of all the animals there. No need to have the responsibility 24-7 of another live being. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> now, Shaz, tell me, so have you ever tried island hopping? Oh, yes. In your holidays, right? Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen Summit Shaz does some great reels for us on our Instagram, Honey Kids Asia. Yeah, so you would be surprised how many islands there are available in Singapore to visit. So you've got Pulau Ubin, obviously. And funnily enough, I've never been. <laughs> 
<laughs> I really want to go to Pulau Ubin. It's not even that expensive. I think you mm. take like a $5 bumboat ride or something and then you reach in like five minutes. But that one's really cool. I've only ever seen pictures but I know you can do a lot of bike riding there and then there's a really cool hike that brings you up to the lookout point. That one's probably a bit better for slightly older kids or if you don't mind carrying your younger kids in like a carrier or something, you could probably bring them up there. But the lookout point is gorgeous. There's like a reservoir at the bottom and it really looks like you're not in Singapore. So it's really nice. Pulau Win is one and then Lazarus Island is one also that you can access either through the Marina Bay Cruise Centre or from Sentosa. So Lazarus is really known for their beautiful beaches, super pristine. The water is beautiful and a lot of yachts actually dock there. But you can also take like a public boat. And there right now, they've got a lot of really cool stuff besides the beaches. There's glamping there now. You Oh, nice. Yeah, that just launched. I'm up for glamping. Exactly, yeah. Uh, so they have glamping for families. They have these tiny house staycations, if you've ever felt like living in a tiny house. And it's overlooking the beach, so it's beautiful. And they also have water sports. And these are like water sports that are non-motorized, so that it actually has a lot of consideration for the marine life in the area, so that it's not disrupting any you know, natural marine life. So yeah, Lazarus has a lot going on. Other islands include Sisters Islands and then you've got St. John's as well, which is connected to Lazarus. So a lot of options. We've got a whole article on, you know, the best island getaways that you can go to from like Singapore itself without bringing your passport. So there's a lot of options out there. Perfect. We'll make sure that they're included in the show notes for all of our lovely listeners. Well, that brings us to the end. That's all of our recommendations for now. It's a bit of a drop in the ocean. There's so much more that's available, as we know, on our website, honeykidsasia.com. Yeah, there are so many. There's even a category on the website called Things to Do. So just click on that and you've got all the recommendations there, all the multiple articles on, you know, holiday camps, the animal encounters for like animal farms, as well as all our guides for Singapore Zoo, Bird Paradise, all the Mandai Parks, and of course the island hopping adventures that you can go on right from Singapore without a passport. (laughs) Perfect. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thanks so much for joining me, Shaz. Thanks for having me. As always, she has all the best ideas for us, so thank you. I'm inspired for my holidays with the boys. Check out our Instagram at HoneyKidsAsia for all of our instant updates whenever anything new and exciting comes to Singapore, we're there. Or Shaz is there, I should say. (laughs) Thank you all for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.